When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Postables, you're listening to Deliver Me a Podcast, brought to you by Casey, Jess, and Cammie. A special thanks to James Jandrish for letting us use the music on our show. Now, sit back, relax, grab a YooHoo and a stamp collection, and here we go. Welcome back, Postables. Jess and I are here with the fabulous, wonderful Kristen Booth. Welcome to the Podcast. Hi, everybody. Um, as you can see, Cammie is not with us. She is actually filming something. So go spam her Twitter and tell her to break a leg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Cammie. Yes. So Kristen, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We're so excited to talk to you today about all That's of the my absolute pleasure. Yes. A lot of things have happened since we talked to you last year. Uh, I think it was May 2020 where mm-hmm. we spoke to you last and lots have happened in, in the midst of the uh, lockdown actually yeah yes yes and I, your interview was the day before I had my tonsillectomy so like it's a very <laughs> it's very memorable yes yeah, it's a very memorable time <laughs> But you have done so many things and you have so many things coming up. You have, um, you worked on Working Moms, which Cheryl is cray cray. (laughs) And you do such an amazing job with her. Thank you. Um, And you've done The Wrong Wedding Planner, which Jess and I just we loved. It was fantastic. <laughs> and we got to talk about, um, to Crystal about it too. And she mentioned how you guys could not get through the scene where you had to drag her up the stairs. No. And I wanted, I was going to strangle her because, because she was, she is a light person. Like she's tiny, but it's, when you're carrying dead weight, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like that, it, it was a lot. And I, and she kept laughing and we'd have to start again. <laughs> And we, from the bottom of the stairs, and I'd be like, dude, stop laughing. <laughs> I'm dying here. You got your arm workout for the day for sure. Oh, everything. And the next day, my back was, I just was like, oh my God. It was brutal. <laughs> fun, but brutal. Yeah. We can tell you guys had a lot of fun with that. We really did. I have to say, there was something so um, freeing about working in that way with your best friend, there was so like, there's obviously so much trust between us. So we, Mm -hmm. we never had to wonder like, Oh, can I do, can I try something out that, you know, isn't planned or what have you. Um, and it was such a small little crew that we worked with. Like literally we're, we were in this house shooting this thing, um, with maybe 10 people for five days straight except for the one day where we shot the wedding and the the two different weddings and the restaurant where those those days there were more people but mm-hmm. um it was just such a treat we had so much fun mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I think we need a sequel because it kind of was left on a little bit of a cliffhanger I know I There's listen I totally agree I told them I said we need the wrong honeymoon it has to happen I think so yes yeah. Mandy needs to come back 
Mm -hmm. (laughs) I agree. Yes. Um, And you are so good at playing the villain. (laughs) I mean, I mean, going from Shane, which we get like, I mean, I I'm the Sweeney one. Jess is not as Sweeney as I am, but like when you're Shane, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, you know, Sweeney, Sweeney, Sweeney. And then Mandy. And it was like, bam. I was like, Whoa. You know, it's funny. I think it's because for so long in my career, I never got the opportunity to play the bad guy. I was always the girl next door, uh, Mm -hmm. the ingenue and And then it wasn't until I got cast in Orphan Black as Bonnie that I got a chance to really play someone evil. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I think that opportunity and job opened up others. And now it's like now people can um, at least see me that way. Whereas before, I don't think they could even picture it. But I love it. As an actor, it's such a fun thing to play something so opposite of who you are in real life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. I mean I'm not gonna lie I kind of need more of like villain Kristen (laughs) (laughs) me too bring it on I'm ready (laughs) um we're also really excited to see you on the hot zone which I believe is going to be on Hulu in a few weeks it is yes November 28th Uh, And that is an incredible uh, limited series, sort of mini series about the anthrax attacks right after 9-11. And I personally didn't know, I obviously knew that those had occurred, but I didn't know a lot of details Mm -hmm. about what had happened and why and who. And um, it was quite fascinating to do my research for that and, and learn so much more about what had happened because so much in the media was being focused on the events of 9-11, which of mm-hmm. course you can understand why. Uh, mm-hmm. But then people people were being killed by these envelopes in the mail. And um, the storyline behind that, the, the, the man responsible and his motivations, it's all quite fascinating. You know, truth is stranger than fiction so many times. And this is definitely one of those times. So it's a, it's a fascinating thing um, to watch. And Daniel Day... Kim and uh, Tony Goldwyn star in it and they are incredible. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's kind of, it's a good one to watch. Yeah. It's super yeah, we'll be on the lookout for it. <laughs> yes. So speaking of versatile um, um, characters, you have booked a role on the boys. So congratulations for that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's um <laughs> Griffin, stop barking <laughs> at me. Come on. If you want to come up, come up. Come up. No? He's just going to bark at me. Um, <laughs> yeah, the boys. So that it still really feels almost like it didn't happen. I'm not going to lie. I, although I spent the last six months or five months um, working on that, uh, I wasn't able to talk about it publicly or even mm-hmm. with friends. And, um, it almost feels like it didn't happen. Like it was some sort of weird dream. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yes, it it was, it was probably one of the most incredible, fascinating off the chart sort of roles and jobs experiences that I've ever had because I got to play a superhero and, um, the show is 
so good. It, I was a fan before I was cast and it, there were moments where I was just like, this isn't real. I'm not actually <laughs> here. Um, like I don't get, I don't get starstruck that often, but I felt a little bit like, Oh my God, I love this one of the boys. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it's, I, I mean, I can't wait for it to come out because it's just going to be, it is so, so we talk about playing characters I, or I spoke about talking playing characters different and uh, than myself and um this one is this one just takes the cake as far as like the the genre of the show and the character and um yeah although I have to warn postables it is not science sealed <laughs> delivered and I I strongly encourage before you decide to watch season three which I am featured in um that you watch season one and two. And if you have an issue with things in the show, do not watch season three. <laughs> like just, just don't, just don't do it. Um, but if you, if you can handle it, great. It's, it's phenomenal writing. It's great acting. And um, yeah, just such a, so honored to be a part of that an incredible show. Yeah. And that yeah. comes out in 2022, uh, season three. At some point, they don't have a date yet. Okay. Um, they actually even haven't released a season three trailer yet. So oh. um, they're talking that it, um, the release could actually be as late as summer next, mm-hmm. uh, to 2022 because they just have so much work to do um, in post mm-hmm. and stuff. So, yeah, And of course, COVID too. slowed everything down. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, but it's something to look forward to for sure for those that can handle it. <laughs> okay. Yes, and you can check that out on Amazon Prime. You can check out season one and season two on Amazon Prime if you are in the U.S. So yeah, um, there's in that. Canada too. Oh, and in Canada, perfect. Yep, it's on Amazon Prime in Canada as well. All right, awesome, great. All right, so I know Postables, you guys want the scoop on the latest movie, just this tiny little movie that we've been waiting forever for. <laughs> for a little bit of time. <laughs> <laughs> the vows we have made. And oh my goodness, that movie was, it was everything. Like I... <laughs> It, it, it topped the movie that leaves you without words at the end. You just don't even know. Like you're just so full of emotion. <laughs> yeah, this was my reaction when I watched the end. I just sat there. Just and Cammy can testify. Yeah, I we watched it together. Yeah, completely <laughs> dumbfounded <laughs> in the best way possible. <laughs> yeah, um, I have to admit, um, every time I've seen it, I I've been weepy at the end. <laughs> yes. Oh my yeah. goodness. There's just, there's so much character growth with all of the postables um, Mm -hmm. and there's so much heart and there were so many, so many kisses in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there were a lot of kisses and I just have to say because of COVID, the the protocol was that before um, and during any of those kissing scenes, we had to mouthwash with this terrible almost like bleach for your mouth um and then every 30 minutes subsequently we had to re-gargle with it for 30 seconds each time and so there were some scenes where we were shooting all day and like so every 30 minutes for a day Eric and I were like swishing this (laughs) god-awful substance and oh 
there was a moment where I, I just had had too much and I like it was halfway through the day and I literally was like, I was, like oh, gagging. No. <laughs> it was just so imagine. bad that's terrible the things that we do for you guys <laughs> I know we're over here on the other side of the screen going like oh this is so <laughs> romantic yeah no well yes and no <laughs> right so I have to ask the dancing yeah. scene the DLO scene which mm-hmm. is my absolute favorite scene ever um in the entire series there's just so much whole canon the whole canon oh my gosh yes yes I mean you both did such an amazing job with um with Shane and she's just so elated and then all of a sudden like mood shifts just like that and then with Oliver and his growth in that time and then the music and the kissing and the dancing and the montage (laughs) It's so much. Yeah, so much. when you describe it like that, yeah, I guess it was there was a lot going on, wasn't there? It really was. I have to yeah. ask, did you guys dance to music? We did. Okay. So did you dance to that particular song or did you dance to a fake song? <laughs> no, we danced to that song. Okay. Now I can't remember if there were may there may have been a few takes where they didn't have the music playing because of like uh, the sound like um technical sound like mm-hmm. um so that there wasn't going to be music over any dialogue kind of thing but we did get to um sorry Griffin's just having a moment over in the corner here <laughs> um, uh, we did get to dance to the actual song several times. Yeah, because okay, I was wondering because I know sometimes it's not possible or mm-hmm. they don't know what song's gonna be playing in the background. So I was I was curious on that. No, Martha knew, well, Martha always knows. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. so yeah, no, Martha knew and and we and we did we did have that opportunity. So that was that was good. Yeah, that's awesome. Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Sorry. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous he's just like attacking a blanket over in the corner he just wants he does it he wants attention he knows i'm not focused on him and he's angry and so he's trying to draw attention yeah and now like having a toddler i tell you (laughs) yeah that's so funny my dog does the same thing sometimes he'll um just he'll just growl really loud when i'm you know in a meeting or something and i'm like that was not me. Don't, don't, don't look at me like that. I was having a real bad day. <laughs> I was growling. Or his stomach will rumble. And I'm like, yeah, you know. <laughs> not me, really. <laughs> Promise, I swear. Um, so I know you shared this previously on one of the Instagram lives you did with Gabrielle and Sarah. Um, but for those of who aren't on Instagram, can you share a little mm-hmm. bit about finding Shane's dress and um, the new necklace? Uh, yeah, so the wedding dress. So we didn't know who our wardrobe designer was going to be, whether or not Val Halverson, who's become a dear friend and and the person that I wanted to work on this movie with more than anything. Um, and uh, we didn't know if she was going to be available because it was all pretty rushed mm-hmm. and she had other commitments. And so I said to Martha, I said, you know what? Here's some ideas that I like. I went online and looked at a bunch of wedding dresses and I found these designs by Jenny Yu in New York. And I really, really fell in love with some of her 
dresses. And then I looked at the price tags of them and went, oh my God, (laughs) (laughs) that's not going to happen. But I put my little thinking cap on and I got, uh, you know, um, industrious and I started calling around bridal shops in and around uh, Toronto area and that sold Jenny Yu and uh, found out that there were a couple that were selling samples. So, yeah. So also because even if I had, even if say we could have afforded an original Jenny Yu, we didn't have Mm -hmm. enough time. There wasn't enough lead up to order it and have it made. Mm -hmm. So I drove around to these places trying on dresses (laughs) and I I found this, the one that we ultimately chose. Uh, it was probably the 10th dress that I had oh. tried on. And, um, you know, so many were beautiful. They're all gorgeous. But this mm-hmm. one I put on and stood in front of the mirror. And I said, you know, it needs a little belt. And she said, oh, I have something. Let me grab it. And she went and she grab this little belt and I'm oh my gosh yeah that's perfect and then she said oh wait let me put a veil on and when she put the veil on I actually started to cry <laughs> oh <laughs> which is ridiculous but I I had an emotional reaction like I was mm-hmm. like that's it that's Shane's wedding dress that's how I envision it that's what it should be so I sent photos to Martha she loved it it was her pick as well because I sent other ones like mm-hmm. five other dresses and that was her pick as well and um and then I had to we had to wait for to get network approval and mm-hmm. producer approval and so I was terrified that the dress was going to sell because it's a one it's one right there's just mm-hmm, one right. sample and uh anyway finally got it and we got the dress and and then we did do a few little altercations to it in the sense of uh it, it's a very low cut dress it has mm-hmm. this in stunning V, um, but for Hallmark, it's a bit low, but it did have tool, like this one single layer of tool mm-hmm. in it. And so it's not bare skin, it is covered. So I right. thought, oh, that'll be okay. But they were still like, no. So Val, who's <laughs> an incredible, incredible uh, designer, she did this beautiful thing with ribbon here in the, mm-hmm. in the breastbone, and then tied it in with ribbon bows on each shoulder. And then match the belt um, rhinestones with little rhinestones in the mm-hmm. shoulders as well. Oh. So it was it was a real um, collaboration. This dress, yeah. uh, and and I think in the end it it's just so perfect for Shane. Yeah. Um, and then the yeah the story behind the new necklace. Um, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, Shane. It is given a gift from Oliver and it is a timepiece that she is to wear around her neck. And so obviously this has to be something that's delicate enough that would align with Shane's sensibilities fashion wise and, you know, aesthetically pleasing and, you know, not heavy, all that kind of stuff. And we had a bunch of options brought in by the prop property master and I just kept being like, mm, that doesn't work. There was one, there was one that was just really large, like it was not large so much like this, but large, right. like a ball kind of thing. And it was mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. felt like that's too heavy, not feminine enough for Shane. Um, 
And then there was a locket that wasn't an actual timepiece, but they were planning on doing something with it to like fake it. And that was, I was kind of like, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, but nothing was really perfect. Um, and so then our amazing, like we had so many wonderful sort of collaborative type of experiences on this movie, especially in our, our wardrobe, uh, sorry, property master me, she said, well, I have one more thing to show you. And so she said, just before I show it to you, this was my grandmother's. Um, it is an actual working time piece. She left it to me when she passed. And uh, this one got me. And she was a fan of Sign Sealed Delivered, loved the character of Shane and watched, we watched it together, the show. And she opened the box and it was, my breath was, I, it, it took my breath away. It was so perfect and so stunning that I, I just was like, how is this possible? So <laughs> talk about divine delivery because mm-hmm. then all she had to do was add this little charm, which in the end, because she obviously didn't want to engrave forever into her grandmother's um, uh, family heirloom. But all we had to do was add this little charm to it that said forever. And it was perfect because it actually mirrored Shane's original signature necklace by the right-hand gal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it could not have ended up being more perfect is is basically the story behind that. And, um, you know, I got a call actually from from, uh, Randy, one of the sisters who owns and and, uh, runs right-hand girl. And she said, I heard that... Shane's signature necklace has been removed. She <laughs> took it off. And uh, and I was like, well, um, <laughs> yes. But I, I said, I, you know, I have no idea what that will mean if there are future, you know, installments. But um, yes, uh, she did take it off and 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 did put on a gift from Oliver. So anyway, she was she was pretty like upset about that. <laughs> oh, I think that's been really cool for them to mm-hmm. have this piece that yeah. they designed that is on a on a TV show and yeah. and with this character that everyone loves so much and 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 can relate to. So I think a lot of people have run out and gotten the mm-hmm. the oh, protected yeah. necklace from the right hand gal. So anyway, yes. interesting <laughs> interesting story for sure. Yeah. Wow, that is such an incredible meaningful thing for both the dress and the necklace. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of serendipity happening with yeah. that, this this you know um, movie, especially with this one. I mean, there there have been with almost everything that we've done on that show, mm-hmm. but that movie in particular felt uh, it felt like someone was upstairs looking down for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so let's switch gears just a little bit. Now we know logistically why Alex wasn't incorporated in this movie. Um, do you think if there were future installments, we would get to see her? Yeah, where was so, she? So, 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 okay. So in the script, uh, the scene ended up being, um, cut short, so to speak. So the scene where Shane and Oliver enter, uh, and they, uh, Oliver punches the cards, um, and we're talking to Hazel. That scene, uh, in the script was longer than it ended up being in the, in the film. Mm. What happened was it continued from the point where they punched the cards and they kept walking together. And, um, Jill, uh, Hazel asked 
Shane um, what side of the church she should should sit on because she um, is closer with Shane, but has known Oliver longer. So what should she do? And <laughs> Shane replies by saying, well, my sister is in Europe, so she won't mm-hmm. be able to make it. So it's really just my mom. So sit on my side. Yeah, I did wonder if it had been addressed Mm -hmm. and they cut it. So I did wonder. And that's exactly what happened. (laughs) And yeah, I mean, I do think there's a great opportunity to introduce Alex um, if we if we get the chance to do another one, I think. Yeah, because there's so much there between Shane and her sister as well. And I thought I I just have to say again, like I've said it before, but I just absolutely thought Sherry knocked it out of the park playing Shane's mom yeah she was perfect yes she was like my favorite I loved her (laughs) she was hilarious and like so that that kind of performance as an actor when I look at something like that it it was that is a hard thing to pull off because it's so dry and Mm -hmm. so you know like almost in some cases a little bit could be one note but there was she, she had so many layers and it was so nuanced and I just thought she did such a wonderful job and it was really a lot of fun um, mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. mother and daughter with her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we get another one, I would love to see her back. Yeah, I, yeah. I, Me too. I loved her dynamic with Joe. Now I know there's lots of people who are like <laughs> Joe and Sharon shippers. <laughs> I think that's so weird, weird. Though. I don't know if that isn't a little just too much. Well, I, I would mean, never even thought of that. I mean, then all, I mean, okay, if Joe and Sharon got together, then Oliver would be like, this is my wife and my stepsister. Black stepsister? Yeah, no. no that's v- a little weird. Yeah. That would be odd. But they're kind of complicated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their chemistry as in-laws, though, I, I thought that it's was great. so fun. I yeah. wish we had more. And I think they somebody had alluded to some scenes being cut um, with Joe and Sharon. And I think some with... And um, Joe and Shane Zach. as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, just because of time's sake. Um, but hopefully if we get another one, we can see that play out or maybe the deleted scenes will somehow magically appear in the ether <laughs> <laughs> that'd be fine I have you know it's funny like I've never other than the international versions where sometimes there's slightly more to a scene mm-hmm. um and I don't even know why that is if maybe they don't have the same length of ads or something so they have more time screen time for the show but anywho um yeah I've, I've actually never ever seen a blooper reel or or deleted scenes or anything like that so I don't know where all that goes but I've never seen anything well Hmm. someone needs to dig it up because I think we need to see those bloopers (laughs) yeah (laughs) Shandell (laughs) Alameda and Downing (laughs) she usually gets the international um scenes that are cut so hopefully it something will appear in the international version somewhere yeah hopefully yeah so I know that um for some series when it's long running and there is um a couple that you know they have this push and pull and then they get engaged and then they get married the couple or the actors will do a thing where they won't um where the um like the groom won't see the bride till the wedding while like it's being shot um did Eric see you in your dress or as Oliver did he see you in your dress before you 
were walking down the aisle or anything yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not to, not to uh, you know, demystify the moment, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because there's so much that has to be done mm-hmm. prior to actually shooting. Mm-hmm. setting up the camera and the lighting mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff. So that's a, it's a very challenging thing to undertake unless you have a, a ton of time, Yeah, which we, we did not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys had a, a very short time mm-hmm. to film this movie. It was very, very quick. Yeah. Very quick. So that's understandable, but we just had to, we just had to ask cause you know, we're all a bunch of romantics. Well, some of us are <laughs> just as not, but you know. <laughs> Yeah. I will tell um, you one thing though that happened. Um, I don't think I've revealed this yet. So it's kind of a new little reveal. Um so when we were shooting my coverage, Shane's coverage, so the camera is pointing at me looking at Shane walk down the aisle. So it would be uh the first time we see Shane in the wedding dress commencing down the aisle. Um the unbeknownst to me, because it was not in the script and no one mentioned it, they started playing and so it goes. Oh. And <laughs> I I mean, I they didn't actually end up using that first take because I was so emotional that <laughs> it just caught me off guard and it it seemed like such a full circle moment mm-hmm. hearing that song unexpectedly well walking down like it was it was one of those sort of like surreal moments um just because we we have embodied these characters for so yeah. long so many years and it was a lot uh a lot of history there yeah and hearing that song it was just like oh, oh my god <laughs> that's exactly what happens to us every time we hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly because I think the last time we hear it is in Lost Without You. Without You, the chapel. In the chapel. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it, it's been a, and that was a very emotional, I mean, that song is just emotional in general. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the song that you, uh, that Shane and Oliver first danced to. It's the song that's played in the chapel and Lost Without You. And then, you know, you're right. It comes full circle and such mm-hmm. a beautiful moment. Um and I, it took me off guard. I mean, I probably should have seen it coming, but uh, when they started playing it, I think I just, you know, I cried. Yeah. Yeah. But um, any other fun behind the scenes stories you want to share? Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's. I I have no idea, but one thing that was interesting and different about shooting this movie was that we, um, Eric and Crystal and I, um, are all on something, you know, cameo or cameo esque. I think Crystal's on Jemmy app, Mm -hmm. um, where you can request video messages. So that was the first time we were shooting since that had been invented, Um, So that was really actually, I had a blast doing those behind the scenes little, you know, sort of peaks for um, people ordering cameos. But at one point it did get, it did get in the way of shooting because we, you know, we would be on a break and I'd be like, oh, this is a great opportunity to, 
to do the cameo right. and I'd be in the middle of it and everyone be like, um, we're ready to go, Kristen. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, I got I to go. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so that was a little bit, I think they got a little bit frustrated with us doing that. But um, we, we ended up being able to manage it and figuring out, like I would yeah. then ask, be like, do I have more than 15 minutes? <laughs> they're like, yes, you do. Okay, great. <laughs> Well, on behalf of all the post schools, I mean, thank you so much for taking the time to even do that because, you know, we know that your days are really long, really long filming. There's 24 hours in a day and I'm sure you guys spend like 20 of that filming. (laughs) Um, And so there's, and there's not a lot of time. So thanks for sacrificing, you know, some of that time to, you know, show us a little behind the scenes and Mm -hmm. connect with the fans. Cause I know, I know it meant a lot to really a lot didn't. of people. Yeah. And well, it uh, meant a lot to, to me. I can only speak for myself to be able to do that because it, it was, it was, a, it was a lot of fun knowing that we were building the excitement, you know, and that mm-hmm. people could feel like they were a part of it in some way. And, um, I thought it was, I thought it was a really great, um, opportunity and, and tool to build that sort of anticipation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it definitely <laughs> built the anticipation. <laughs> if you could only see some of these, <laughs> some of these DMs and messages, like we're like, okay, take a screenshot, zoom up. What's in the background? What's this? What is she wearing? Like, oh, with, with the wedding dress and the the big blue robe, like blue there robe, was yeah. <laughs> time. It, I think it sh- you showed your shoulders, and we we're like, uh-huh. okay, what kind of neckline is it? Like, it's just <laughs> <laughs> the detective overnight. I know <laughs> that's amazing. I love yeah. it. Yeah, so definitely hyped up this movie, and it did not disappoint. I mean, uh, so thrilled with this. Um, so there are some people out there who think or feel that SSD eleven is the end. Um, and that's like, that's it. There's no more. And I know, mm-hmm. um, Jess, Cami, and I had talked to Martha and I know she'd mentioned the hardest thing about writing sign sealed is the fact that we don't know if there's going to be more. So she has to tie it up in such a way that it's satisfying, but leave open-ended doors so that we, you know, you all can come back and we can have more stories. Um, mm-hmm. for me, this movie felt more like a pilot in a weird way um mm. because yes we are closing kind of the loop on Oliver and his journey but then we open so many doors with um like Rita and Norman and Charlie mm. and their whole family dynamic and then of course mm-hmm. Oliver and Shane are married and you know the what you know that's that's the beginning of a new life together and yep. we have um you know there's that the letter at the end like who knows where the could that have what what is that all about you know and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's just there's so many things that I felt it felt more like a pilot so what do you think mm-hmm. about this oh it's it's such a you know I get I get so many messages saying is this the end um please tell me it's not the end <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'll do and 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 you know first of all I have no idea Mm-hmm. I really, truly right. don't think any of us as far, like even Martha knows at this point, um, the trajectory of the show and whether or not we'll have an opportunity at Hallmark or somewhere else to continue. Um, I had, you know, it's funny. I had both 
feelings mm-hmm. watching it. Um, I had that feeling of closure mm-hmm. um, that it that it was uh, the end. And then I also, on the flip side, had this overwhelming feeling of of renewal in a weird mm-hmm. way, like yeah. that it was a new um, journey, a new uh, path. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why, you know, when I was talking with some other interviewers and stuff right prior to the premiere, you know, I, that's why I talked about the international postables because I could really see it being something where they really try something else where they get pushed outside of the DLO so, so much that they're actually traveling to another country and dealing with, you know, being um, fish out of water in a, in a way, dealing with other cultures. Um, I think there's so much opportunity there, but it'll all boil down in the end to what the network wants. And, and, and really we, we, as, as the, the postable family, we, we just have to relinquish that control in a way. And, and so I just put it out. I just put positive vibes out into the universe, stay open, you know, like I, I will welcome this if it comes, but I also, if it doesn't, I feel so much better in a way than I did after to the altar. Um, as far as my, feeling as an actor playing a character and their journey yeah so I hope I don't know I hope that answers and doesn't disappoint too many (laughs) (laughs) no I mean it makes it makes complete sense because I mean a lot of it is up to the network I mean in the end it it is is. their decision it's it's their decision and so I mean what can what can you do um yeah but I, I think knowing that you all are open to it and that there are possibilities if the right doors open up for new stories. I think that is an encouragement um, mm-hmm. to a lot of folks. Cause I, I did see mm-hmm. a lot of people going, Oh no, this is the end of it. I'm like, well, I mean, yes. Yes. But, but maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I just have to say, well, while I have an opportunity, um, I have watched each and every one of the, what a family videos and read them if they are letters and photos. And I haven't been able to comment on all of them. Uh, or retweet all of them, but just so you all know, postables, I I see them all, and they're incredible. And I think you know the fact that Mandy and and Mary Beth and and I think Fatula, the people that started that sort of campaign of what a family, it was such a great idea, and so overwhelmingly beautiful to read those personal experiences with the show, and I get you know, letters and cards and stuff, but it was something even, even better in a way, seeing people's faces and hearing it from, from their voice, whether or not Mm -hmm. it was a photo and a letter or a video. And I, I just have to say, I think that was really, really um, a wonderful way to share how the show has affected people and Mm -hmm. how they came to be a postable. So thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, even if this is the end of the series, the Postables family that was created will last forever. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll endure those those relationships and and the ones, you know, speaking from, you know, Crystal and Jeff and Eric and Martha and I like the same thing, you know, 
even if it is the end, we, we are forever connected and tied as a family. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Well, speaking of our one big happy, what a family, some of us in that family will be meeting each other in Palm Beach. Drama, drama. Yes, Rama drama. I'm I, that. It's such a. I'm, I have to admit, I've never participated in something like this before, and so I, I'm very excited to be able to have the chance to hear and see and talk to people, um, celebrate as a community, uh, and just be able to um, celebrate the show. Mm-hmm. And I think, and it's exciting that um, we're all gonna be able to be there. And again, like, you know, who knows what the future holds, but this is something else that we get to look forward to. And Hey, Mm -hmm. maybe if it's, if it's a big success, maybe we'll it will be a a yearly thing or every two years where Mm -hmm. we have a big postable convention type thing. And, and, uh, that, uh, that energy and excitement will continue. Yeah. I know that like some kind of postal con had been <laughs> thrown out there in the universe several years ago. And, you know, mm-hmm. I know there was um, a little get together, I think home and family right before to mm-hmm. the altar, but the fan base has really, really grown mm-hmm. since 2018. I think with the whole series being on Hallmark movies now, like that's how I found it. Um, mm-hmm. So I found it too. Shared it and then I kind of binged through it. And so um, it's almost perfect timing because there are so many postables who are going to this um, an event in Florida um, that have they they're new postables. So mm-hmm. I think that's really really exciting um, for all of us to meet. Uh, we'll be there. Um, Cami <laughs> will be there. So we're super excited about that. Um, but one important thing that's going to be happening there is the auction for the wedding dress. And um, right now you are raising money for No Kid Hungry. And yes. I think last I checked, it was, we're very, you're very close to 10,000. Yes, I know. I, I have to say when we set the goal, um, I, you know, I thought, oh, that's, you know, 10,000. Will we, will we, will we be able to make it? And I thought, you know, with, with the campaign and the donations and then in tandem with the silent auction to win Shane's wedding dress, veil and shoes, um, I thought, oh, well, maybe we'll make it. But now seeing that we're over $7,200 towards the 10,000, I actually think we're going to, we're going to surpass our 10,000, which mm-hmm. is so exciting for me because when I thought of the, you know, the, the idea of being able to give back to an organization that I feel is imperative and so important right now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I came up with the idea about the wedding dress and then got to collaborate with Rama Drama, which was so great because they have resources that I don't have. And it's really become a, already a huge success. So mm-hmm. it's very exciting. And I, I can't wait to be able to hand over the check at the end of all of yeah. it to them. And, and I was talking to my daughter about it the other day. And I, I said, you know, think about how many meals that will buy for kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just, it just fills me with such joy yes. knowing that we've been able to do that. And that all of you have been able to help do that. So thank you so much for your contributions. And, um, and I'm excited. The silent auction uh, on January 7th is going to be fun. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So everyone stay 
tuned for that. Be ready for that. Um, and also there's word on the street that there's going to be a karaoke night. That's what is your go-to karaoke song, Kristen? <laughs> you know, I've, I've been back and forth on a couple and I've gotten a few <laughs> suggestions. And so I have to really think about my own range, right? I can't just sing anything. I have, it has to be something that I can pull off without hurting people's ears. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I haven't, I haven't decided on, on one just yet. Okay. And who knows? Maybe there'll be more than one. I don't know. I love, <laughs> yeah. I have to admit, I, I, I am a huge karaoke fan and it has been many, many, many years since I've had an opportunity to uh, get uh, mm-hmm. in front of my phone and, and, yeah. and just let it all loose. So. <laughs> we'll see. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing all you postables sing songs too. Yeah. That's just going to be the actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Ramona, we're looking at you. Yeah, Ramona. <laughs> Ramona. <laughs> Bring your hairbrush. <laughs> yes. Exactly. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, we're so excited um, for that. So, postables, make sure you donate to No Kid Hungry. You can check out the link in our profile and Kristen's bio as well. And on the Rama yep. Drama, um, uh, I think website, or if not their website, then their Instagram will have it. Um, and now is the time to play our little game with you. Awesome. <laughs> we, yes. So, we've played this with all of your other co stars except for you. Um, so basically it is SSD teen beat rapid fire questions about your cast mates and yourself. Like you can answer. Okay. And, um, we also have their answers written down. We went back to look and see what they said. Hey Postables, we're just taking a quick little break to talk about something fun. How would you like to party with some of your favorite Postables? Eric, Kristen, Crystal, Jeff, Zach, and Gregory. If you enjoy Signed, Sealed, Delivered, which you all do, you're listening to our podcast, you don't want to miss out on the Rama Drama Live event coming to West Palm Beach, Florida in January of 2022. Spend the weekend escaping into the Rama Drama world and meeting your favorite on-screen celebrities. These fan-focused in-person parties cater to movie lovers just like you. Make memories, leave with photos, autographs, swag, and an exceptional experience to last a lifetime. Join us in West Palm Beach on January 7th through 9th at the Palm Beach Convention Center. You can buy your tickets at ramadrama.com. Okay, so out of the four of you, who is most likely to play a prank? Me. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Everyone pretty much agrees, although Eric did say Jeff. Yes. <laughs> no, Eric, Jeff does not play prank. It's all me. And then I sort of like get Crystal in on it. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm like the brains and I like wrangle yeah, people. Yeah, I'm in. definitely yes. the prankster of the group for sure. And also I got Martha involved too, which was fun one time. Oh. Jeff. Can you share that story real quick? I think I've told this story. So if it's repetitive, I don't know. But anyway, yeah. So Jeff was in later than the rest of us that day that he was coming in and he had um, a, one scene and it was 
you know, not too much dialogue. And so we convinced Crystal and I convinced Martha to text him and say that he, she had to redo some rewrites because that happens a lot. She had to do some rewrites and she needs his help. And could he please, um, before he came in, memorize this, this section and, and she wrote it like, this was like a full on, like she wrote a paragraph. It was like a page long and sent it to him saying that he had to memorize it and shoot it that afternoon. Oh God. <laughs> and we, <laughs> he totally bought it. And he was terrified. Oh my, oh and my then gosh. He got that and we were like, ha ha. He was so mad. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that's and so giving funny. and giving him the diaper care package with yes. the bottle and everything. But yes. that was all me. Yeah. Yes, that was that was funny. I remember seeing that clip. Yeah, <laughs> super funny. All right, next question: Who is most likely to burst out into random song between takes? Who is most likely to burst? Jeff. Oh, okay. Or Eric. Eric does too. Okay. Yeah. That's what, that's what everybody else said. Everybody else said Eric. (laughs) Yeah. Eric or Jeff. I mean, Jeff, Eric actually does it more often. Jeff though is more memorable because he's always, it's always like crazy, like hardcore rap, (laughs) like Biggie or, or, um, Dr. Dre or something. And so it's always just like, what? Yeah. That's so random. (laughs) It's very random. That's why you're like, what's happening? That's right. (laughs) Um, Who is most likely to break out into a little dance in between takes? (laughs) Crystal? That's what everyone else said. Yes. Although I will say after this, this movie and seeing some of the behind the scenes, particularly a Instagram story that Crystal put out there. I would have thought you. (laughs) You and the lady. That's in the makeup and hair trailer. Yeah, that's that's a little different than on set. There's so much, there's a lot more privacy in that hair and makeup trailer. Or so so you thought. Crystal Lowe. Oh man, that was so funny though. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I might have played it a few times. Like, dude, she got me. I had no clue. I had no clue. And I was, I was vibing. I was just like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Oh, so great. Oh, dear. Who is the best dancer? Crystal. Okay, yeah. That's what Crystal said. (laughs) Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Um, who is the most likely to be found at craft services between takes? Crystal. Oh, everyone oh. else said Jeff. <laughs> no, Crystal. Okay. Good to know. She's always after the candy. Ah, uh, yes. Although Jeff does like his craft service as well. Mm-hmm. But I would say it would be a tie between those two. Okay. Yeah. I mean, gotta have something sweet or munchy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, who is most likely to laugh at an inappropriate time during filming? Me. Yes. Unanimous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jeff said, Kristen, hands down, without question. <laughs> so true. 
Yeah, and I think he I'm said, so bad. I'm he said so bad. Yeah. Well, he said something about how like it's in the morning, and then she he said something like Kristen just comes tittering and laughing about something, and then you can't just you can't look at her, and then everybody else will start laughing. And he says, Yeah, he totally yeah. threw you under the bus there. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay because it's true. I don't deny it. Now this next one's a little more controversial. No one can agree. Uh-oh. Who okay. contributes the most money to the swear jar? Oh, uh, well, it's a toss up between Crystal and I, for sure. <laughs> and I think, <laughs> I would say, oh man, yeah, actually on this last movie, I think I might have might have taken the cake. I might have been the one. And I and it's interesting you know, it, it, I was shooting the boys for months prior to, and during, like I had to fly back to mm-hmm. Toronto and that is a really raunchy show with different <laughs> language. And mm-hmm. so, um, I Carried would say over. that, yeah, I would say that, you know, when it's on the tip of your tongue for so long, it just like kind of comes out. Yeah. <laughs> um, in fact, no, I better not tell that story. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> maybe at Rama drama okay. <laughs> where there's no cameras to you know I can deny it I need deniability <laughs> but remind me if you catch me in a vulnerable moment <laughs> we'll corner you yes we'll corner you sometime between January 7th and 9th be prepared yeah, yeah. but the yeah. real question is what happens to the money in the swear jar where does it go uh, I think one year it went, they, it went to like, we did a draw for it. And it went to a crew member. Oh, I think okay. one year we, we donated it to a charity. Um, and then I, and then, yeah, I'm not quite sure what happened to it the other times, but mm-hmm. it's never, it's really never, um, it's kind of something that happens unless we plan for it, which we only did the one time where we did the draw. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, it's kind of something that the props department or, or um, set deck department deals with afterwards. Cause gotcha. when we wrap, we're all just so like, Oh my God, we're done. And yeah, it's kind of, we're like all just going in our random directions. So yeah. 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 Makes sense. <clears throat> Who is the best baker or cook? Um me <laughs> nobody really knew yeah. jeff said his was the best answer he said probably one of the other three because they're parents and they haven't killed their children yet <laughs> amazing answer <laughs> that was an amazing answer yeah so no, that's, all of you because you answer. haven't killed your children yeah yet. i like jeff's answer let's go with that um okay our last question is if the four of you yourself eric crystal and jeff are trapped on an island what would each of you be doing until you were rescued oh my god okay <laughs> eric would be reading jeff would be running from any type of insect or wildlife <laughs> crystal would be Sun tanning. <laughs> um, That's what Eric said. 
And I would probably be doing the opposite of sun tanning, trying to find anywhere out of the sun because I burn like crazy and would turn into a lobster whilst foraging for berries. Okay. Yeah. Got to get the sustenance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Someone's got to feed you. I want to know what the the other answers were. Okay. Um, Eric said that Jeff would be trying to fish and be frustrated because he couldn't catch anything. Um, He said he would be trying to build shelter and you and Crystal would be working on your tans. (laughs) Yeah. Well, obviously maybe it doesn't realize that I can't tan. So you got that one wrong. And then Crystal said that Eric would be dragging driftwood. Jeff would be getting oh, agitated. Oh my God, that's right. Jeff would be <laughs> yes. Jeff would be agitated trying to figure out how they're going to get off. Uh-huh. Um, Crystal said her like she herself would be on Twitter arguing with people, and that Good. you would be writing an emotional plea to the government to get off the island. <laughs> Good. I like her answers. Yeah. Those those tracks. And then Jeff said Eric would be building a shelter. Christy Uh would keep Jeff from dying, mapping the area. And then Crystal would be putting Jeff somewhere and tell him not to move because he'd probably like do something, break himself, break something. (laughs) (laughs) And Jeff would be telling fun stories at the end of the day. True. Yep. Okay. So really, maybe this is the only one who got the tan. That tan thing was just so dead wrong. (laughs) (laughs) well to be fair we did throw that out him and he was kind of like um Uh, um." (laughs) yeah well Kristen, thank you so much again for your time it was such a pleasure catching up with you super fun um and we cannot wait my pleasure honestly talk to you in real life in person no i know it's very it's a very exciting thing that we get to look forward to mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i'm i'm really thinking it as thinking of it as my like big christmas present because it's going to be a lot of fun and it's going to be nice weather hopefully mm-hmm. fingers crossed <laughs> and um yeah i just get to i get to meet everyone and and um share some quality time together so it'll be fun yes yeah and postables don't forget that the Canadian premiere of The Vows We Have Made airs on Vision TV tomorrow, Saturday, November tomorrow. 13th at 2 Eastern. And if you are in the U.S., get your Twitter fingers on, help support the Canadian Postables. Mm-hmm. Let's get it trending. And we will hopefully see you all at Roma Drama in January. Bye, Yay.